Shalom Aleichem, good Erev Shabbos. This is Rabbi Kovacs, and Mishnah Yomi continues in Chapter 2 of Yevamot Mishnah Hey, Mi Shieshlo Ach Mikol Makom, someone who has a brother, any sort of brother. And recall, this is even when they don't share the same brother, it's a brother from another mother, as long as they have the same father. And this is even when the father wasn't married to the mother of the other brother, they still share the father. And as the Gemara explains, this is even when the relationship between the father and the mother of the brother was really illegitimate, and the other brother is a mamzer, an illegitimate child. So any sort of Jewish brother is zokik et eshet achiv liyibam, links his surviving brother and his widow to yibam. Meaning, as we, as we explained, the normal case of yibam, there were two brothers, Ruvain and Shimon, and they share a father, even if, one of, even if they don't share a mother, and Ruvain died without children, so Mrs. Ruvain is now eligible, required, really, to either have Yibum or Chalitza to release her to get remarried. Either she marries Shimon, the brother of her deceased, uh, in Yibum, or she receives Chalitza, we'll talk about that later, and can marry someone else. Now the missionary continues, and he's really his brother for any halachic reason. The Bartner explains they could inherit one another when one of them passes away and they're a Kohen, they could go to the funeral. A Kohen can only go to the funeral of a close family member. Now the Mishnah lists an exception to this rule that any brother is a valid brother from Yibam. But this is not when the mother, recall the father is always shared, but the mother is different when the mother of the other brother was not Jewish at all, but she was what's called a shivcha kananit, a non-Jewish servant. And even though there is sort of a quasi-conversion to Judaism, they're not fully Jewish until they are emancipated and no longer serving. Or an ovedes kochavim, literally a star worshiper, an idolater, a non-Jew, a pagan. Such a woman does not create a Jewish offspring. The Mishnah continues from the father's point of view. Mishyeshlo ben mikom a father who has a son, any kind of son, even if he wasn't married to the mother of the son, even if it was an illegitimate, uh, intimate relationship that should not have taken place, according to the Torah. Poter et eshet oviv min hayibam. His wife does not need a yibam or a chalitza because there is a child, even if it's not her child, even if it's not the man's wife's child, he had a child with another woman, it's, she's still exempt from yibam. And such a son is liable if he strikes, God forbid, strikes his father, strikes his parent, or curses his parent. Now, these are laws brought down in, in Shemot in Exodus chapter 15, that children cannot strike or curse their parents. And there's even a, a uh, very strong penalties for this. But if, you know, if it's an illegitimate child, you might have thought this doesn't apply. But yes, it st- still does apply. Uvno who the cold devar, and even an illegitimate child, is his child for anything. He could go to the funeral if he's a Kohen. Again, unless the mother of this child was a non-Jewish servant or a pagan, an idol worshiper, not a Jew. In these cases, they're really not considered related to the biological father of this, this child, is not considered related to this child in Jewish law. Now, the, the Rav Bartner explains, based on the verses in Devarim chapter 7, Deuteronomy 7, when it warns the Jewish people not to intermarry, it says, 
don't give your daughters to foreign men. Ki, and then it adds on another phrase, ki bincha because when, when she has children, that foreign man will lead the children astray. So the gra- you know, he'll take the grandchildren, God forbid, to the, uh, the pagan place instead. And when it says lead astray, it says the masculine, ki yosir, meaning the non-Jewish father and the Jewish mother, the son is still Jewish. So we're worried about him being led astray. But when it says, don't let your sons marry non-Jewish women, it doesn't add this lest they uh, have take the grandchildren astray because those grandchildren technically, halachically, are not Jewish. Now, of course, if such a child converted to Judaism, they would be completely Jewish, but by virtue of their mother not being Jewish at the time, they would still not technically be related for Yibum purposes. And the Gemara explains when somebody passes away, there's a concept that they, they, they look into it. They see if he had any children, even if it's not from his wife, from somebody else, from an illegitimate child or something going on. Uh, you know, they look into it. So it's sort of a lesson that you can't always hide the skeletons in the closet. Sometimes it's better to face unpleasant things we've done. We've all done them. And, you know, come to grips with the, you know, some, some of the dark things and, and try to make them light again instead of trying to hide them. Let's go on to Mishnah Vav. Misha Kiddush Achat Mishte Achayot. Somebody married one of two sisters, but he doesn't know which one. Now, this could come up. He went to, over to a man's house who had two daughters and said, listen, I love your family. It's great. I want to marry your daughter. And the father said, yes, let's do it. And the, the daughter agreed, but they just don't remember which daughter. or They wasn't clear at the time who got the ring. So to fix this situation, the Mishnah says, no tin get lozo the get lozo. This man has to give a divorce document, a get, to both of these women. He cannot marry either of them because if he marries sister A, that might actually be the sister of his wife. And a man is not allowed to marry the sister of his wife. Met, but what if this man dies before he can rectify this situation? Velo achechad, and he has one brother. So what do we do about the possibility of Yibam here? Holitz lishtehen, the one brother should do chalitza, on both of these women, because one of them is the wife of his brother. Now, again, this was Kiddushin. It says Kiddush. It was the first stage of marriage. They were not actually living. They didn't go to chuppah. They weren't living together, which would actually be impossible because he doesn't know which of the two sisters he was Mekadish. So both of them need Chalitza, and they both marry someone else. Hayulu Shnaim, if the deceased brother had two surviving brothers, Echad Cholitz and Echad Miyabim. You should have one do Chalitza first, and if that was the wife, she's now released to marry someone else. And the other one could do Yibam. And if he's doing Yibam to the second sister, and that actually wasn't the wife who got Kedushin, he's just marrying her. It's not really Yibam, but uh, it's either Yibam or it's a marriage. Kodmu Konsu, if both of the brothers married, both the surviving brothers married both of these sisters, Ein Motsi and Miyadam. We don't want them to do it, but we don't take them out. We don't say, listen, you've got you to get divorced, you've got to end it. Because once they've done it, we say, well, when the first brother got married, either he was doing yibum, the mitzvah of yibum, by marrying the wife of his deceased brother, or he was just marrying somebody not married at all to his deceased brother. And the same when the second brother marries the second sister. Yashukohachem, Shabbat Shalom, and a good Shabbos.